0: Jason Longshore is the man of many podcasts, and with the new Odyssey uh, app, you're going to have a lot of podcasts to choose from, too. Uh, you can download the app in the uh, App Store for Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and that includes Stoppage Time and No Swag Shop and all the great nine two nine the game uh, uh, podcasts. You can do that. Uh, Jason, uh, Hugh, uh, Jason Longshore is stepping up in the world, Hugh Douglas, as of this morning. 7:30. What do you do now? Uh, well, let me read it to you. Uh, the Jason Longshore interview on the morning show uh, with John and Hugh is brought to you by Duncan's Cold Brew featuring Cold Foam.
3: You're sponsored. Look at you, Jason. There Longshore. we go. There we go. It's a good day. Congratulations. You get a sponsor and you get the, your favorite song played by Orrin Romaine. That's a good day. That is a real good day. <laughs>
1: Orrin always gets me with like the late 80s, early 90s jams. I like it. That is funny.
3: Uh, Alan Franco. Is he coming in to start alongside Miles Robinson or is there is going to be a little bit of a competition there? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's the plan. I think it is going to take a little bit of time. Um, Alan Franco has been playing consistently at Independiente before this move started and he's had to quarantine, you know, he's going to have to get back to fitness. He's going to have to, to learn a little bit of a new way of playing. And I think, It doesn't sound like a big deal, but in the way that Gabriel Heinze plays, his center backs are on the ball so much more than Franco is used to at Independiente. Mm -hmm. The example that I I give is in the past season at Independiente, Alan Franco averaged just over 40 passes per game, completing 40 passes per game. When you go back and and you look at Vela Sarsfield center backs under Gabriel Heinze, they were completing 65, 70, even more in some games. So he's going to have the ball more. He's not going to play long as much. And that just takes a little bit of time, and it also takes a little bit of time to build the relationships with the players around you to connect those passes.
0: Jason Longshore, the Man of Many podcast, uh, host of, uh, of course, Stoppage Time, the wildly popular Atlanta United podcast, and the new No Swag Shop, all about the Atlanta Hawks, which you can find now, Jason, now on the the new Odyssey app for, for your podcasts. Uh, so, uh, again, download the app in the App Store for Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, Jason, uh, the, you get Conc- CONCACAF Champions League, or you may see it shortened to CCL on the Twitter and whatnot. You have a new format for the U.S. Open Cup. It does uh, You know you kind of went in the side door to get into CONCACAF Champions League. I understand that. But still, nonetheless, you're in. Uh, in this game coming up here is that a benefit to atlanta united as as it relates to having a new coach having some some new players having kind of a new system to be able to kind of work out some kinks prior to the game against orlando city for the mls opener
1: yeah it's it's a bonus lottery ticket you know i mean you, you didn't have an open cup last year so they kept the defending champion in the Concacaf champions league you get that ticket you it's a tough ticket because you're playing, I think, the most difficult opponent in this round that you could have gotten outside of, of Club León from Mexico. Alo has not lost in 24 straight. They play in a lesser league, though, and they play at a very different speed of play. So it is a, a series where Atlanta United will be favored, but they will be tested in this because they haven't played a competitive match yet. You're going to have to figure out how everything works with a lot of new players and a new manager who is asking them to play in a very bold way. So these games are good for Atlanta United in general because the expectations are low going into CONCACAF. Again, you get lucky to get in the door. But this is going to help you for MLS. And with the U.S. Open Cup structure this year, because it's a condensed tournament, you have to do well in your first three games in MLS to get into the Open Cup. After three games, the best eight MLS teams on points, and then you go down to the tiebreakers like goal differential and goal scored, those are the eight teams that will go into the Open Cup to win that trophy this year, but then also get a ticket to next year's CONCACAF Champions League.
3: Who do you think on this squad right now that, that has the potential to be an impact player that we are not really talking about right now? Nobody's really saying that much about him, and he's kind of flying under the radar. Who do you think that guy could potentially be?
1: It's a really good question because there's so many new faces and, and everybody's kind of grabbing one to, to talk about the one that from the little bit of preseason we've seen that I think could really be under the radar right now is Machope Chole. Machope is a, a homegrown signing. He went to Wake Forest. He was here in year one of the Academy. The first year the Academy started, it started before the first team did. And then he, he got a ride to Wake Forest and he developed a lot as a player at Wake Forest. I think he developed a lot physically as well. He's 6'4". He's a big guy. He's fast. He's incredible in the 1v1 situations on the dribble. But what he's added to his game is the ability to finish plays in the final third. He was a dribbler before, and he would beat people on the dribble, but then you're looking for the end product. He's got that end product now, and he's looked good in that limited amount of preseason that we've seen There were no expectations for him coming in this season. I thought he would probably play the majority of his games in the first half of the year with Atlanta United, too. But I could see him as a player that Gabriel Heinze really values. And it might be off the bench early on, but if you bring him in to break down a tired defense, he could be valuable to Atlanta United early on because he's an unknown quantity.
0: Jason Longshore joining us as we get ready for the start of uh, Atlanta United's uh, CONCACAF Champions League. And here we go under new coach Gabriel Heinze. He joins us on the wadeford.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Also the no swag shop. And again, odyssey.com or the odyssey app to get the uh, podcast now. Uh, Atlanta Hawks play, I mentioned this earlier, it's a seven of eight. Sounds like a hot Star Trek character uh, against uh, San Antonio tonight. uh, Trying to uh, go... uh, two three wins on this road trip and if they can get one of these two games three and five and get back home here we're we're expecting Lou Williams could be with the team now Uh, I don't know about the return of DeAndre Hunter I that is another thing that concerns me a little bit Jason I don't know yet exactly how long John Collins is going to be out don't know exactly when uh, DeAndre Hunter is going to be not only available but back to 100% should I be worried about the injury bugs you know kind of rearing its ugly head for Atlanta for the Atlanta Hawks again
1: yeah, I think it's something we're going to have to pay attention to. The, the Hunter one is not something I'm as worried about just because we knew it would take time, and he was actually back a little bit earlier than we expected. So I think this is just part of the process. Collins, we have to keep an eye on. You want to get Lou Williams back into this group because you know the road trip started with that win over the Lakers that nobody expected, and then you dropped a couple games that you could have won, but you can still finish this trip where we kind of expected going in. Mike Conti called it on the No Swag Shop. Three and five would be a a successful road trip with the schedule you had and just the difficulties of being on the road that long. you still got that in front of you. You could even be better if you finish with two wins. But three and five, you get home, you've got a very manageable remainder of the schedule. do have to stay healthy, and that's the thing that we're all crossing our fingers on.
0: As you look at this team, who has got to really elevate uh, down the stretch? Because I, I get a sense that, you know, we've seen Trey kind of, you know, try to find himself a little bit this year. You know, he's uh, okay, I have a new role here. I have to distribute. We've got more players who can score things of that nature. But are we, because I, I, I'm, let me just tell you what I'm, I'm under the impression that that from this point forward, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, whatever they finish this year, they need to see Trey uh, rise again and elevate and start knocking down and uh, becoming logo Trey again.
1: You know, I'm not worried about Trey. I think with this team, you know, you mentioned DeAndre Hunter. For me, he's the key. If he's healthy and can start contributing, it's not elevating your game because he's been poor. It's just he hasn't been here. He's been hurt. If he is back to where he was earlier this season and you get Lou Williams into the mix, I still think that's one of the, the brilliant moves that we've seen from Travis Schlenk this is a team that can make some noise in the, in the playoffs. And this is a team that will be set up well to make some decisions in the summer. You know, we, we do have to wait and see what happens with John Collins in the summer, but for the rest of this season, I think you're well positioned if you're healthy and Deandre Hunter can get back to being Deandre Hunter.
3: You know what? I was just about to ask you that. What is your gut telling you about John Collins? You think he's going to be here for the long term? Oh,
1: <sighs> you know, it feels like it's changed a little bit. And I don't, Think the team's evaluation of him has changed. Maybe you know his desire to be here for a more manageable number has changed because I think he's seeing that this is a group that can can do something, and he can be a big part of that. You never know when you get out into the market, though. Hugh, I mean, if somebody puts a huge deal in front of him, it's, yeah, it's going to be hard, hard for, for him to down. match it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard for him to turn it down and for the Hawks to match it because I I don't know if he's quite a max guy. But he's so close that that decision is critical for the Hawks' future, whatever way that goes. this summer,
0: and the money in the, I mean, sports right now is you know stupid. You see what the baseball players are getting uh, three hundred forty million, and but Dennis Schroeder just told the Lakers, "No, I, I don't want an eighty-four and ninety million dollar deal." I'm like, "You're Dennis Schroeder? you're turning down $90 million? Okay, <laughs> all right, Good luck. But no, he said no. Uh, so the uh, the newly sponsored Jason Longshore. Sponsored by uh, Duncan's Cold Brew featuring Cold Foam. You know, I haven't had a cold brew yet. Uh, well, I mean, I'm talking about coffee here. Um, is that because <laughs> that's a new thing, right? i have seen it everywhere, Jason. Have you had one of these cold brews yet?
1: I have not had one of those yet. <laughs> I'm looking forward to trying it at my new friend Duncan.
3: Yeah. yeah, John, John, thanks. Since you're a sponsor now, you get all the free. You could just walk into any Duncan and be like, don't you know who I am? I sponsor you guys. <laughs> I need that card. I'm I Jason need that Give me my free coffee,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Jason, we look forward to the podca- podcast on Odyssey. That's a, you know, you got a sponsor, you got to change. Uh, uh, you know, nothing stays the same, and o- Odyssey is going to be a lot of fun. It'll be great. So, when's the next uh, podcast?
1: So we've got the No Swag Chop today at two o'clock. We'll be at two o'clock on Thursdays going forward. You can watch it live on Facebook.com slash nine two nine the game to react with us to things last week. You can go back and skim through last week's episode and watch us lose our minds as the Lou Williams stuff started in rumor, then started with maybe it could actually happen, and then the deal went through. And uh, we were all pretty giddy by the end of that show.
0: Appreciate it, Jason. Thanks much.
1: You're the man. Thanks, guys.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.